0: Welcome back to the What The Fork fixture release show and our first championship podcast of the 22-23 season. Doesn't that sound nice? Um, You're joining us at 8.45ish or 8.50ish on fixture release day. So by the time you listen to this, you're going to know our entire set of fixtures. But Mm. we have decided to get together to do a sort of live reaction if you prefer. Obviously, it's not live to you, so that doesn't really make much sense. But hopefully you get my drift. Um, Joining me on today's show is our regular guest,
1: as always, first and foremost, Brad Sharp, Brad, how you doing, mate? Are you all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Knackered. Um, didn't finish work till about one, didn't get sleep till four. are still up and ready to go with you guys. Exciting today, isn't it? A little bit in a re- really weird way. Yeah, it's nice to know that when these fixtures come out, we're not going to see the names of Gillingham, Wickham, Akrot and Stanley. Like, yes. <laughs>
0: I'm quite sad we've left Fleet and no, I'm not. Um, and of course, second of all, regular voice, which you'll we'll be used to now into his second season. Believe it or not, we're into our third season now. Don't know why I keep doing it, but I do. Um, Dave, how are you? You all right? Yeah, very
2: well. Thanks, mate. Was, uh, sun's out. Looking forward to some fixtures being announced. And uh, yeah, nearly time for the new season. Let's get it on. Yeah,
0: looking forward to it. I still keep watching the last goal back from last season, like, but you know. That's by the by. Um, also, just to let people know, we've added a few more people to the show for this season and, and they'll be coming with us throughout the season alongside Dave and Brad they aren't with us today, but we do look forward to obviously showcasting, showcasting? showcasing a few new voices over the coming weeks and months. Hopefully, they've got better voices and pronunciations than myself. Um, as I said, though, fixed fix your release day, Brad, um, always an exciting day and especially when you know, you've been promoted, but before we react to those fixtures, which will be out in approximately nine minutes, there has been a lot of business which we're going to try and fit in within the next nine minutes, which I don't think is going to be possible. But Kirill's um, or up these um, percentage of shares to 51%. Charles has gone by the wayside. Uh, Donald remains a little bit in the picture, but with a lesser share once the Tories upped his. On the ownership front, there's a lot of change. And, um, it's hard to sum everything up that we really think about it, Brad. But how are you feeling about yesterday's news?
1: Yeah, it was good to wake up to. Um, saying like it just came out of nowhere, didn't it? Because at one point, everyone's talking about the fans together group. We don't know what's going to happen. Like you've got Big bill story spouting shite every 10 minutes on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. Uh, Kills now took... He's, he's from. Everyone was a bit... Dubious when he was just a majority stakeholder, but now he's a majority shareholder. Literally, everything goes through him, um, which is good. Salmon Pants has gone. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. I know Stuart Donald's still there, but for me, he's the lesser of two evils. Uh, if one of them were going to stay, it would have to be Stuart Donald. Um, th- <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's really good news. And then... The news that came later in the day, which I'm sure will come on to once you've got Dave's reaction. It just seem like it's it's going to be like a steady flow now, one one thing after another. So hopefully we get some more news today.
0: I find it interesting though, not to kind of labour on the, the negatives too much because I think ultimately, as you said, Salmon Pants has gone. I think it's no surprise to anyone that I wasn't his biggest fan and I think there's a lot of evidence of that. Um I don't think I, was, I think I was vindicated in a, a lot of the reasons why I dislike him, and I think a lot of other people will feel the same way about their feelings on him, but he's gone, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Stuart stays, but I find it interesting that Stuart has stayed when, and I quote here, um, I'm not misquoting him, hopefully, I'll go when the fans don't want us. I think ultimately, like, you know, it's, it's really positive. Like, it, it is positive. We wanted Kirill to buy those stakes. I didn't want anything to do with, like, crypto creepos. I didn't want anything to do with that. I didn't want anything, I've never wanted anything to do with the other bloke. Um, and I just really wanted Kirill to buy them. I'm a bit nervous about Juan Satori's involvement because I think ultimately he's contributed to a lot of what we criticized got, uh, Donald and Meffin for and done it, got away with it a little bit more. Um, but ultimately, I want this to be positive today. And, and Kirill having 51% means he's got a say. And I think that is a huge positive alongside the fact that someone who obviously doesn't have the best interests and holds the fans in contempt has gone completely in the other ones. Got a lot of these shares diluted, but Dave, um, I assume you're kind of feeling the same way as me and Brad. What, what's your thoughts on yesterday's news on the ownership?
2: Yeah, exactly. Just you know, trying to. Well, I'm not trying actually. Just being positive. New era, new kind of new season, new league, new division. The the ownerships sorted to an extent um, with a with a more positive reaction than let's be honest, fan groups and stuff like that. And yeah, so we're out of it, I think Brad hit the nail on the head for me, now let's just hope we're getting contracts sorted out with people, let's hope a couple of signings are are on the way, exciting signings, you know have heard little murmurs here and there of, of the names that we've all heard but and it fits in with that narrative that I've always wanted someone to do since we've been in League One, kind of players who are mid-early, mid, mid early, mid-twenties who are going to have the potential to grow together, you know, if rumours that we be believe with the likes of Sanderson, with the likes of Broadhead, with people like that, Everson and Goal. Listen, that's the nucleus of, of good, solid players who can grow together for a couple of seasons and hopefully get us to where we would eventually want to be. So, yeah, excited. Yeah, and... Um... Absolutely. We've got like five minutes before the fixtures
0: come out. So we will touch on on Gooch. You mentioned those players there. I think the good thing is um, I really want Bailey Wright to stay. Um, I really, really want Patrick Roberts to stay because I both think they can do a good job in the championship. I both think they are, at the very least, lower-end championship players on on the current form. Um, Touch on Everson before. I think it will be harsh on Patterson. But at the same time, we do need a keeper either way. So why not... get someone who can at least compete with Patterson or someone that Patterson com- can compete with. And this Everson's highly rated. Uh, Sanderson, we all know his quality. Um, I'd love to see him. And red, read my shirt again on a permanent basis. And I'd like to think the fact that he didn't get much of a look in the QPR means that Wolves probably don't think he can make it up to the Premier League. If that's the case, we're more than welcome to have him. I think he's a a really classy defender. I've heard... um, I mean, I could be wrong with this. I don't know. It's literally just something I've heard. Dan Ballard apparently has had a... We've been looking at Dan Ballard from Arsenal, but I'm sure he won't be. I'm sure we won't be the only club looking at him. And I don't know how far true it is. I'm definitely not in the know. Um, And obviously, you're touching a few more players there. I I think a lot of them make a lot of sense. But before... Before we go into it one of those ones that we <clears throat> one of those ones that we tied down was um Lyndon gooch yesterday uh, I think ultimately it had a positive reaction which shows you the the form we shown since probably January I'll, I'll stick with you on this Dave, but um before we kind of love react to these fixtures Lyndon gooch signing is, is a positive isn't it really
2: yeah I must admit I've never I've never been his biggest fan um I suppose from a from an attacking sense, I find them very, very frustrating. Alex Neil found the, the right wing back and kind of or a more defensive side of his game. Let's be honest, he's tenacious, he's flexible, he's played in the 10, he's played wide right, he's played right back. In that respect, it you know, it's a from our from our year, it's a, it's a Darren Williams type player, isn't it? It's someone who can play here, there, and everywhere. And he's never going to let you down. He's not going to set the world alight. I don't think. I think we're well past that with Lyndon. But again, everyone seems to love the fact that certain people love this football club. Lyndon Gooch definitely loves this football club. Uh, and he, he's a steady player. I, I think a squad player, I think he'll do all right. He's, he's never going to get my heart racing. But I'm certainly not disappointed that he's staying, that's for sure.
0: I think for me, the, the Gooch one, it's a case of do I think Sunderland could get a better free transfer than someone who knows the club inside out, can play in multiple different positions? As shown before, he's probably capable of playing in the championship at a good level. Um, and like I said before, he, he does love the club, so he knows he's going to leave it all on the pitch. And then on the flip side, is Lyndon Gooch going to get a better club than Sunderland? I think it makes a lot of sense in, in, that, in that way. Um, I agree with you. I think he's a really good squad player, I personally think. We need that probably next season. I think tying down Lennon and Gooch means that we haven't got the desperation to fill in about four different positions because we know at the very least he can fill it in. But we're one minute and 35 seconds away from the fixture release day, Brad. Really quickly, if you were to have only one person signing a contract out of Bailey Wright and Paddy Roberts, who would you give the contract to?
1: Wow. Um, I know
0: it's tough for me. It?
1: As much as he, I, I think he's a great player, but for me, it would be Bailey Wright. Um, I think he's got a lot more championship experience. I know Patrick Roberts has been bit, bit he has through his career playing and not playing, and uh, that's a horrible question, by the way. But uh, it would be barely right for me. I just think his leadership, his steady head, he's been around for three or four, three years now with us. Um, mm-hmm. He would be more useful in the championship for us for where we want to be consolidated um, I'm not, I'm not buying all these people saying we need to be pushing straight for promotion if it happens great I'm not buying it and so for what what we want to achieve next year I think Bailey Wright's the ideal man
0: 15th place would do me next season I don't know if that's the
1: I said, years, but... last night at work it, it, the mag said "Was realistically where do you think next year and someone said playoffs I said seriously I think top of the bottom teams in that league would be, would be fine for me I don't I don't want to be going into the last 10 games knowing that we're in the bottom three. Just consolidate and I'll be happy with that. And I think Bailey writes that steady head that will will do it for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% the same. I just um, stay a decent way clear of relegation and you know, start to form um, some sort of establishment in this league. So you know, over the next two or three years, we can maybe look to get the recruitment right and then hopefully hopefully get promoted, you know, that's kind of what you want. But we have hit nine o'clock and our first game of the season is an absolute beauty. Oh, that is lovely, that. Um, As you will all know by this point, it is the wonderful Coventry City at home on Sunday, July 31st. Um, Dave, I'll, I'll come to you with this. I think that's a cracker. Um, I'm not going to hide my biasness. I'm not a big fan of Coventry, but um, that is a nice, juicy fixture to start of the season, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I had a feeling. Um, I know we touched on the, the Gooch thing. We were talking about guessing when we would play and who we would get up first. Um, I, I thought we'd get a Sky game, to be honest. Uh, I thought we'd be at home to start off with. So it looks like that may come to fruition. Um, I know a lot of people were saying Friday night, but I thought it might be the Sunday. Listen, hopefully the sun's beaten down a little bit. I'm, I'm all for that fixture, especially when we absolutely hammer them 5-0. But it's not 5-4 like last time. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing, the thing is you, you get rid of
0: League One and you're instantly reminded of League One uh, with your first game <laughs> of the season. But um, on a serious note, I'm really, really pleased with that. Interesting that it's on a Sunday at noon because that indicates that is going to be a Sky game. Um, unfortunately for me, it does clash with um, the Euro 2020 Women's Final at Wembley, which I have tickets for. Um, I'll have to decide at a later point which game I'm going to. I am edging towards Coventry because that is juicy. Brad, uh, there's no love lost between us and Coventry, so let's be honest, that's a really nice fixture to start with, isn't it? It's a nice one to get our teeth back into and I just to... to it sounds crazy, this. We've signed no players and we've still got a lot of League One level players, but... Um, start the season, 30-odd thousand season ticket holders, potentially are sold out, or close to sold out, like 40,000, like Sheffield at home in the playoffs. A team that our fans don't have a lot of love for, and they don't have a lot of love for us. It's going to be a good occasion, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Um, to be honest, when people are asking, who do you think, or who would you fancy first game? I completely forgot about currently. I don't like to think about them, if I'm honest. So yeah, it's not it's a good one. I they said it will be Hopefully it will have be been nice, sunny weather, like you just said, Pack Stadium, it'll be it'll be fantastic, and like you said, it will be on Sky. Um, I'm just been looking down later in the fixture list. There's some, uh, some of the good ones on good days. Um, can I touch on it? It'll be a, it'll be a good New Year's day again.
0: I wish we could get like eight thousand down. For for those wondering, I'm sure you've seen this by this point. I don't know why I'm explaining it as if you haven't looked at the fixture list beforehand. But obviously, we're reacting as live as we can. Um, New Year's Day, Blackpool away. Um, we did it a few years ago when Josh Mag scored and took about a million people down.
1: And we have yeah. done it. Good the year the after, and there was a there was a good few there as well. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, their council must be requesting us. <laughs> it's it's quite a a nice
0: start of the season, though. I mean, we're going to have a look through those first sort of. Let's talk through the first month. Obviously, we'll technically the first two months because our first game's at the end of July because of the way the season's run. So, Brad, you've got Coventry at home there, but then you've got Bristol City away, QPR at home, Sheffield away, Stoke away, Norwich at home, Rotherham at home. Um, A lot of home games in there, and I think our home form will be really crucial this season. And looking at it, you know, the home games that we've got, maybe Norwich aside, are potentially winnable games because Rotherham came up with us. They've just lost their best two players uh, or two of their better players. Coventry at home, first game of the season, a decent one to have. QPR didn't hugely pull up any trees last season. They kind of faltered towards the end. Obviously, they're under a new manager and a good manager at that. I think in Michael Beale, I think he will be good. And obviously, we know Norwich are going to be a force next season because they're good in the championship, rubbish in the Premier League. But ultimately, the first sort of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, which is like July in the first real month of the season. It's relatively kind to us, isn't it, Brad?
1: Yeah. Um I'm quite happy with that actually. I think it's four home games in the first month. Uh, one, uh, two, yeah, four. And you, you said Chef Wed, mate. Uh, we're not in League One no more, it's Chef United. Um did I say Chef Wed? Yeah, did I, I you can be you can be forgiven for that considering they might we had to speak about them last year still looking uh, still,
0: still looking for where we're playing um, Fleetwood here can't seem to see them though
1: nor Gillingham um, sad no, about could, that just for me <laughs> yeah but uh, no, the fixtures for the start of the season there is an opportunity for a good start some tricky ones like you said Sheffield United away Stoke away but the home ones i, I for uh, maybe it's an eight or nine points out of them, be quite happy with. Um, yeah, it's, I'm just trying to read them all. <laughs> I mean, the the very next one after the one you mentioned is the return of the we Are Tees Derby. It's Middlesbrough away Saturday the third of September, which you can imagine that will be changed as well.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, it's interesting because my birthday is September the eighth. Um, if anyone wants to buy me any presents or anything, um, like a Borough Away ticket, potentially. Uh, the games around that period, though, are really interesting and then go immediately boring. So you've got Borough Away, you've got Millwall at home, and then you've got Redden Away. Like, no offence, Redden fans, but it's a pretty nondescript fixture. Where no one gets excited about Redden. Oh, the return of Ovi um No one <laughs> really gets too buzzing about that. But you know what? I'm quite happy with that. You know, Nor- Norwich... At home, Sheffield United away, that's tough. Um, the both that's sides, that'll be there or thereabouts. But apart
1: from that, I'm well, quite happy. That'll test us to see where we're, where we're at after a couple of games into the season. Um, new signs of Gerald. That, that, that'll that be a, a good gauge to take to see, to see where we potentially might go through the rest of the season. I think...
0: One thing we always do at the start of a season, especially fix your release day just beforehand. Like you look and you think what games are you most looking forward to? Um, so I will ask you, Dave. You know, we've we've had the reaction on the opening games, we've looked at it, we've we've talked the shite that we normally speak about, how many points we might likely get when we have no clue whatsoever because our squad's not ready, but that's the point. Um, of a podcast. For me, it was Middlesbrough away. Um, you know, I'll make no secret of it. Uh, it's not something I class as a derby. Um, I think a lot of people know I worked with the women's side for a long time. So I've got a lot of friends who are big Middlesbrough fans and um, I certainly don't see them as rivals. And, you know, I was very much looking forward to that game. Um, They looking forward to it for a very vastly different reason because apparently they don't really like us that much. But for me, Borough was the one that I I was really looking out for. And then, of course, um, Coventry at home was another one I was looking out for for the reasons we stipulated before and the likes of um Chef United away. So a lot of the games I was looking forward to come pretty early doors. Um, but what are the kind of, if I had to push here, the five games that you're most excited for now that the fixtures are out and you can see the dates?
2: 8th of September. Great day, by the way. Daughter's birthday as well.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. Twins? Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. A, God, I hope not, because that means that I'm your son.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Biologically impossible, but yeah, we like it.
0: I can't imagine they've got visions now of you birthing me for some reason, and that's just not where this podcast is meant to go at all. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, welcome to a new podcast with uh, <laughs> one, um, yeah. one born
0: every minute. Welcome to one born every minute. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it. Um, to be honest, there's a few just because people like starting rivalries with us, so I'm just going to continue rivalries. For all of the um, all of the Wigan fans that will be listening, can't wait to play Wigan. We only Two did years. it
0: three times last year, yeah. That's a
2: good Ooh, we've point, got a, yeah. Oh, we've got a trophy, we got the title, yeah. <laughs> but but we've we got nine points more than you, and we won the league. We got, got a play. day at
0: Wembley, we got a day at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait till I've got a message, Adam, here and be like, Hi, Adam. Uh, so the preview show, um. <laughs> On the 15th of October. Do you fancy coming on, mate?
2: No, Brad and Dave won't be on. No, no. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Lo- love um, you,
0: Wigan. Love you, Wigan.
2: Hope <laughs> well, you feel better, Charlie. Love you. Fine. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was sincere, by the way. It's just I sound sarcastic with everything I see. It. Uh, Max Power, good lad. Um, Anyway, back to the real question in hand. Looking forward to West Brom home. That'll be a. Uh, That'll be a good fixture. Uh, I can't imagine by the tenth of December that Steve Bruce will still have a job, but you know it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, oh, what else? What else are we looking well, at?
0: Boxing Day, Blackburn at home is pretty tasty, actually. Yeah, because yeah, I don't, I don't think I could be completely wrong here, but I'm pretty certain we've never played Blackburn Rovers at home in a Championship fixture, Premier League tons of times but I'm pretty certain the season we got relegated they were actually in League One you keep talking I'm going to check that Um, Danny (laughs)
2: Um, who else am I looking forward to Saturday the 18th of March just after Cheltenham Festival Week love a little bit of uh, horse racing back to Kenilworth Road through someone's back garden to go and play football can't wait for that one um, I think that's probably close to five, but what a damp squid uh, Preston North End away is on the end of the season to win the league. Straight shootout between us and Middlesbrough to win the league. Just put my predictions out there.
0: I don't mind Preston away. I did Preston last time we were there, and it was the one where McGeady scored and just did that amazing celebration. That is the best kind of celebration you can have of pretty much just turning around and telling everyone to fuck off. <laughs> Preston are obviously a. Big, big club, if I'm honest. Um, obviously, Alex Neal's former club as well, and historically, the the massive, really, Preston, but I don't know. It was a weird way we to do that. 2-2, George Honeyman scored. Um, that was a horrible season, but hopefully this one will be a slightly better one. But, um, do you reckon you got 7 out of 10, that day or not? And you always got 7 out of 10, mate. It's not even a question, that. Um, in terms of fixtures, I'm looking forward to here, right? So I've touched on Borough. Uh Definitely looking forward to Borough away. Um, been to the Riverside a few times. Class days at Borough away, especially when Seth scored in extra time in the FA Cup. That was great. Middlesbrough at home on the 21st of January. <clears throat> so it'll be a cold one. In terms of away games, I've never done them. And I've been told by two separate people that they're the best away day outside of like Derby days and Wembleys and stuff in the entire football league. I don't know why. No one's ever really told me. They've just gone out to art class. And I've had it from numerous different people that aren't connected. But Cardiff and Swansea away apparently are absolutely class days with Swansea just winning it. So October the 8th, Swansea away. And then we've got away all the way until oh, Easter Monday. Cardiff away on an Easter Monday. And potentially, talking about Lyndon Gooch before, he might be mocking Gareth Bale that day if rumours are, <laughs> <that'd> be correct. <laughs> Which is terrifying. Um, but I think Borough Way is a standout. Obviously, I was looking for Swansea and Cardiff away. I think Cardiff away is probably scoping now on that day. In terms of home games, um, yeah, Boxing Day is decent. I'm quite happy with Boxing Day. Uh, you cannot complain with Blackpool away on a on a New Year on New Year's Day. You you just kind of complain with that. Millwall wall away <laughs> just to get the full football factory <laughs> <laughs> crack in there on um the 4th of february uh we do play qpr away on valentine's day night which i'm not being funny but if we were going to play a team on valentine's day and i had to be like oh i have to get out of it it would be QPR away or red and away somewhere <laughs> be like i can avoid it it'll be all right um but you know what? The good thing is I'm looking through these fixed, and I asked the question which game are you most looking forward to? The best part is I'm actually looking forward to all of them in a really weird way which is, you know, for the first time in a while I haven't felt like that because of obvious reasons which we don't need to really touch on. Um, we've been in League 1 for ages. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of them. It's nice to have like a sort of derby back. It's really nice to have a game against um, Coventry. First game of the season because that is a bit of a grudge match. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I was old enough to remember 97, obviously not old enough to remember the previous time, but 97 was crap as well. Um, and there is a bit of... Uh, between us, I don't even know what that means, so I think that's a good game to have. But I'm looking for all of them. Um, but if I had to pick two out, yeah, told me to them just to get back there at the Stadium Light and get the crowd packed against a team we want to beat and possibly start on a, a good foot and, and Borough away because um, the away game comes first and it'll be nice to pop back down to Borough. Um from your side, Brad, what's the what's the games you're most looking forward to then before we before we close off?
1: Well, that was sounding boring, it's pretty much the same uh, from where I am. Although I'm County Durham, I've got a T side postcode, so about area, it's thirty percent Sunderland, thirty percent Newcastle, thirty percent Borough, with the other ten percent taken up by Hartlepool or Glory Sports. Um. So for me, it's Borough because it's massive for our area. When it when there is a derby, I don't care what people say. That. I know they're not with Yorkshire, but they're still close for me anyway um, this area goes mad uh, the pubs are rammed if you can't get a ticket and the build ups it's not as good as the, the Derby but a Derby it's good enough for me um, just having a look through like you've touched on New Year away at um, Blackpool I'll try and tell the missus I won't be spending my baby's first New Year with her let's see what the reaction is to that one Um and, yeah, uh, there was another one. That? I'd like to... Uh, I get a strange one. Uh, Hull City at home um, towards the end of the season. Uh, I, I don't mind playing Hull. Um, it be nice to welcome back the 7 out of 10. See how he's getting on these days. Um, but my favourite away day, and, I mean, you, uh, is Blackburn, Um. Because I love going to Clitheroe before the game. I've done it for a in the last few years, but I always remember when I was well, sixteen. We stopped stopping. went to Clitheroe before Blackburn. Every time since then, we went, and I just love the place. So looking forward to that one. But that's more for the things away from football. It's more for the day out. Um, and yeah, everything else is pretty much the same as you made. But like you said, every single fixture for me. It's just nice to see like Premier League clubs in there. Really. Premier League by stature, not by by technicality. So, yeah, it's nice to see these big club, big stadiums, where we know we're going to get big allocations, not like 500 at flipping Rochdale, I didn't know. <laughs> it's nice to know that we're going to be playing 30,000 stadiums and we're going to get four, 5,000 to take down there, fill a stand, and we'll do it with these every single time. So, yeah, bring it on. Yeah,
0: we're looking forward to it. I was right, by the way, I was checking for the, the Blackburn game. We haven't played Blackburn in the championship. It's our first championship game against Blackburn in the, as you put it, Danny Graham derby. Um, thankfully, Burton's not here this time as well. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's been really nice to have a kind of unscripted, unplanned, unknown fixture release day. I had someone doing the typical, oh, I've got a bit of information. I can, And I'm like, "Nope, I just want to react live to it. Um Ultimately, I think, just to kind of close the show off, I'm happy that Kirill's got 51%. I'm happy Leonard Gucci signed a contract. I would like a few more on the door. Fixtures, delighted it's Coventry at home. It's got enough bite in it. It's at home. It's on Sky. It should be packed. It should be electric. We could get three points. And ultimately... I'm excited for the season to come and it feels that it's closing in here. Um, five weeks, I think we are away, so it's great. But um, yeah, just to sort of wrap up, I'll give uh Dave this word here and then Brad. But um excited, Happy?
2: Yeah, very much so. I'd imagine um I'd imagine Blackpool's tourist information board's pretty excited as well, because I'd imagine there's a fair few descending on a uh, New Year's Eve. One or two. Uh, Oh, man, it's probably best to not check Airbnb. They've suddenly just gone up 750% like the rest of the economy. But uh, different story, horses for courses. Yeah, really excited. I mean, yeah, going to have to plan a few trips. And that's a little bit longer from down here, but 31st of July looks quite tasty. Sunday, make a weekend of it. I reckon there could be a what the folk, uh, what the folk reunion that weekend, couldn't there?
0: Yeah, I quite enjoyed doing those live pods last year. It's really weird because I've got tickets for the, the Women's Euro final at Wembley, which is completely sold out. And obviously, if England get there, I've got a hell of a decision. So, if someone want to just change the fixture to the Saturday noon, that would be great. Or if England but- want to decide to just get beaten in the semis or something, just do something so I don't have to make a decision. That's a horrible nightmare that I know most people are going to go to the Sunderland game. But we all know I'm a big fan of my women's football. Um, Brad, uh, you were about to say something there. You're excited as well, I take it.
1: Yeah, um, I'm just saying, if you can't make it, I'm sure I can do the intro. Hello and welcome to What the fuck? Yeah, we, we, we managed to <laughs> <what> we... <laughs> um
0: No one did it better than yeah. Gaz. He did it once. Hello and welcome <laughs> back to What the what, ah. Uh, 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 uh.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, just looking forward to the season
2: now, mate. Over the moon. Just it's just nice to see championship clubs on there. You can you can hear the excitement in his voice. It's not as if he's <laughs> just come off like a shift or a oh, yeah. really excited, like Oh god, it's oh, just... weird for a guy. I
1: know that. <laughs> <laughs> um our mate and coffee that they, they finished the season in the northeast. I've just been looking there, it's just popped up, like I said, the way I'm at a lot of my friends, but they finished the season at Middlesbrough. So
0: <laughs> I'm saying now. I've got to get someone on for a preview show but um, Dave, Brad thanks massively for joining obviously it's nice to be back it feels like it's been a few weeks since we've recorded anything but I think people needed a rest from us (laughs) Um, but um, yeah awesome let's look forward to it let's get back into the the season and let's hopefully get a win on the opening day and plenty more throughout the year and another really enjoyable season Um, that doesn't involve teams like Fleetwood Town Um, Dave, Brad thanks very much